0: Yo, 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 GAC in the house. Let's introduce my boys. Check it. The Ghost Adventure Crew, led by honky Zack Bagan. Then there's Aaron Goody, hilarious and raven. Billy Tally is fierce, Wise a little cutie. Stick him in a crawl space to catch some ghost booty. I miss him, Nick Groff, part of the OG crew. But he ghosted on the bunch to start him something new. So tuck yourself in for a spooky little pod. I'm your host, Lynn. To give my boys a nod. Pump up the spirit box. Obviously. hello hello everybody and welcome to i love ghost adventures the podcast i am your host lynn and this is episode 51 of the i love ghost adventures podcast okay i know i took a little break july was a busy month busy and um definitely a mixed bag Lots of good stuff. We had a birthday party for my daddy-o who turned 80, but we had also a tragic loss. One of our friends passed away suddenly and unexpected and was devastating and um, stunning. I mean, it just took a while to even have that sink in. So July has been a, a really crazy month and I just came back from a wedding. So it's like high highs and extreme lows. It's been a weird, weird month. But um, it's now August 1st. So on with the show. Okay. So this is season 24, episode 10, the Benson Grist Mill episode of Ghost Adventures on Discovery Plus. So they open the episode, it's Stansbury Park, Utah. And Zach is kind of introducing Brigham Young and the whole Mormon faith and how it all started there in Utah actually it didn't really start there but it became big there and it's still big there so he talks about how Brigham Young his uh, spiritual beliefs were sort of are sort of akin to Zach's where he believes that when you die you be your soul or spirit becomes separate from you and your spirit moves on but of course your body stays I think we all Kind of, I mean, if you're listening to this podcast, you probably believe that as well. So that was interesting. So um, we're at the Benson Grist Mill, an old timey mill, you know, with the big water wheel and everything. And it was used, I think, probably to gr- grind grains or whatever back in the day. It is no longer in use, but it is like a lot of paranormal investigators go there because apparently the paranormal activity has has ramped up lately and even the employees are a little nervous to be there. So Zach and crew are going to investigate the Benson Grist Mill. Okay, so Zach uh, talks about the employees and how they're scared and even children are being scared by these spirits. He said there is a story I guess it's true, a true story of a little girl who drowned near the mill in the water that feeds the mill. So he's suspecting maybe, you know, how water is a conduit to spiritual energy. Maybe this little girl's spirit is in the mill because of the water that's used to turn the wheel that flows right underneath the mill. So it's possible So they're outside the mill and Aaron I don't know, Aaron's being a total doof this beginning of this episode. He's like, What's this big wheel for? And Zach's like, Well, it's it kind of, you know, it generates power so that it grinds things. He's like explaining what a mill does and how it works. Aaron is just like acting like a little kid and well per usual, but he's even more so and he's like really distracted and he's like, where's the gift shop? And Zach is like, come on, are you serious? Like we're here to do some work here. So a little bit of history. In 1854, Brigham Young and somebody named Benson built this mill. In the 1940s through 1983, there was a restoration and it became a historic site. So for 150 years, There was struggle on this land, as you can imagine, with the the Native Americans and the settlers. And the entire complex is haunted, says, says Zach. The entire complex is haunted. There's like a little schoolhouse on the land, and there's other buildings, not just the mill. And of course, there is a gift shop. So he says the entire complex is haunted. And of course, Aaron goes off into one of these buildings and he's looking for the gift shop and he just walks into a building and Zach's like, I think people live here. And he just walks right in and he's like, and Zach's like, um, we're looking for a gift shop. And the lady is like, well, we have a country store. And Aaron is like, yes, I told you. And while they're in there, there's like an old TV in this building and Aaron is completely mesmerized by this old TV. He's like, I had one of these when I was a kid. I'm like, yeah, I get it, dude. But it was just funny because he's like, he's just being a cuckoo nut. Okay, so they talked to someone named Jody Brunson, who is an employee. And she says people get ringing in their ears when they're, they're on the site. And when they cross this bridge like there's this tiny little bridge it's really cute when people go across this bridge they see a dark figure of an indian man standing on the bridge and then she says there's also reports of seeing a lady in white in a white dress on the second floor of the mill and there's a guy said to be all in white and they think maybe he's uh, he's a miller you know because they make flour in the mill so he could be a miller. And then the little girl who drowned was named Alice Sullivan. So she drowned in the pond, the mill pond in 1920. And this pond still feeds, feeds the water that powers the mill. Oh my God, why was that so hard to say? So this site, they say, uh, has been visited by many a paranormal investigator. And Aaron just starts getting distracted one more time by finding a souvenir store like he just wants to find a gift shop and of course they find one Ah, and there's mugs and shot glasses and candy and this woman brings out this whole box of candy and Aaron's like freaking out and Zach's just like he just gives up he's like oh it's like fine fine have your candy have your souvenirs so then he sends Aaron to the schoolhouse with a paranormal investigator named Jerry And he talks about how they've been in this schoolhouse before and people have had chalk thrown at them, like, you know, writing on the chalkboard chalk thrown at them. And they had brought out like teachers books and stuff. And the guy said that those books would aggravate the spirits or actually he said would get super aggro, which is really dumb because aggro is not part of aggravated. But I'm just like, whatever, dude, super aggro. So, so then they go to the booth barn and Zach feels the energy shift and he's in there with this eyewitness named Brett and he says that there is a negative energy, a negative male presence that doesn't want people in the building, in the barn. So it's like one of the more negative buildings on, on the property and then there's like a weird little shrine up on the loft part of the barn, which is sort of freaky in itself. So I don't, that kind of just, you know, whatever. But little shrines like that are kind of strange. They might bring about different energies. So Zach and this guy, Brett, all of a sudden they both start feeling aggressive. And Zach is starts using this recorder to take EVPs. And then Zach starts getting dizzy. I mean, he's getting aggressive. He's getting dizzy. Okay, and then everyone starts to feel negative. Like Aaron starts to feel heaviness and he gets nauseous. You know, Zach's feeling like he wants to get angry. So then Zach goes inside the mill. And he's with this other guy named Zach. And they do this whole like, oh, what's your name? It's Zach. Zach. And Zach's like, No, I know my name's Zach. What's your name? And he's like, Zach. And Zach's like, No, I'm I'm Zach. I know my name is Zach. And he's like, My name is Zach. And he's like, So, um, one of the guys had to had to help out and be like, Okay, your name is Zach and your name is Zach. You know, pleased to meet you, Zach's. So this what this other Zach, he's also a paranormal investigator. And they're talking to Andrea, who is an employee, and the employee was saying that a kid was wandering around the mill with his parents or something, and he went up to the second floor of the mill, and he saw a big dude on the second floor. I think he said he was all dressed all in black, and he was like an older man. So they decided to do a spirit box And so they start doing spirit box up on there, on the second floor of the mill. And all of a sudden they're hearing some footsteps, but they didn't get any voices on, on the spirit box, but they're saying, they're saying this is really, they don't feel like this is a welcoming energy, right? So they're, you know, exploring this mill and Zach starts to lecture Aaron on the, the beginnings of turbine energy and how it all works And Zach says that he did turbine studies in community college. And Aaron is like, what? How do you know this? And Jay says, or you could just read about it because there's a plaque on the wall explaining turbines and everything. And that was funny because Zach was pretending to know exactly how turbines work, and uh, he was just reading information from the plaque. So that was a funny moment. So then all of a sudden, Zach and Aaron are talking, and they hear a disembodied male voice, and you can hear it. You can totally hear it. It sounds like somebody shouting in the distance. You totally hear it, but you can't tell what it says. But it's picked up on the camera, and you can hear it. So Aaron and paranormal investigator Zach with a CK go into the basement and they're doing some EVPs and they're trying to contact that man that the little boy saw and they're listening to the recorder. They're doing some EVPs and they're listening to the recorder back and they hear a sentence, but they can't tell what it, what it says. So they decided we're going to give it to Billy and he's going to put it on the computer and he's going to analyze it. But Zach was saying that they couldn't really tell what it was and he suspects it could have just been some um shuffling sounds so it was not they couldn't it was inconclusive that it wasn't even a voice or not so there you have it debunked maybe question mark okay so start the investigation all right they do a one two three benson grist mill hoo like cheer when they start their investigation Which is kind of silly, but you know, fun too. And Zach's like, you know, we always have fun, but you know, we're here for a serious business and blah, blah, blah. So they start by going into the schoolhouse and they bring all these trigger objects for the little girl. They bring stuffed animals and board games and they're trying to get Alice to play checkers with them. And Zach rings the schoolhouse bell and I swear I heard a voice just as Zach was entering the schoolhouse door, but it's hard to hear it, but it sounded like a little girl's voice. I don't know. Check it out. So Zach starts to play checkers trying to entice Alice to play with him. And then Jay hears floorboards creaking behind Zach. And then Aaron swears he sees somebody standing outside. They're all of a sudden on high alert. They're hearing things. They're seeing things. You know, Zach's trying to play checkers with the girl. So they're going to go to another part of the property, right? So they start heading back toward the bridge over that little bridge I mentioned earlier. And all of a sudden, there's a stick on the bridge that wasn't there before. It looked like a fishing pole. It was just it was because it was really long and thin, and it looked like something you might fish with, and it was just like propped up on the side of the bridge, and it wasn't there before, and you can even see on their cameras when they were going, when they were going by before, it wasn't there. So why, you know, where did this stick come from? Was it from the Native American that was seen on this bridge before? Where did this stick come from? Who knows? So, but that was kind of, kind of cool, and a little, uh, Free, Okay. So of course, Zach is like, I'm going to lock Jay into the barn where there's an angry male presence. And Jay's like, oh, great. And Jay's like, well, no, no, no. This is when you are actually saying, oh, you're going to switch this to Aaron, right? Aaron's the one being locked in the barn. <laughs> and Zach's like, no, you're getting locked in the barn all night by yourself. So he locks Jay into the barn all by himself, and this is where there's said to be a angry male presence. This is also where they found that little um, shrine and everything in there. So Zach, Aaron, and Billy go into the big mill building. So Jay's sitting there all alone in the scary barn, and he's using the obelus, asking, "Who is in this barn?" And the obelisk says, usually and family. And Jay says, well, yeah, this was a family barn. So that's interesting that you would say that. So he confirms that, you know, the family used to use this barn. And I'm thinking, oh my God, Jay is like super brave right now because I would be freaking out in that big, dark, scary barn. But that was cool. So he got you know, some response on the obelisk. He says he believes it was an intelligent response because it said family. Okay, so cut to Zach, Aaron and Billy in the big mill. And they're looking downward, like there's a, a stairwell kind of thing. And they're looking like down the shaft. And they see the water underneath, underneath the mill. And that's when they're like, Oh my gosh, this is totally a conductor of spiritual energy. And then they're standing there and you hear this this freaky sound and it sounds like a do- a little door. There's a, a little tiny door that opened by itself. It's kind of like shuffled like that because it scraped along the floor. So it's not like an easy door that opens. Like it doesn't just like swing open in the breeze. Like it was like to open. So they heard that and they were trying to figure out where it was coming from. And they found this little tiny door and they're like oh my gosh this thing just opened and you know it wasn't easy to do so that was you know kind of bizarre they're like ah so Zach tries to send Aaron inside the uh, tiny door of course and Aaron's like "Uh uh-uh this is too unsafe and um, he doesn't make him go inside so that's that's good but the guys all of a sudden they get dizzy and they hear some sort of bizarre metal sound and then Zach says he sees this blue green glow, but no one else sees it. But he just he sees it, and it, it doesn't get caught on the camera or anything. But Zach says he sees this, and then he starts to get cold. It's really cold around Zach, so he starts to use the digital recorder, and he's like, you know, why am I getting cold? He's right. He tries to talk to the spirits, and all of a sudden he gets this EVP voice that says, bicycle, clear as day, class A, full tonal quality bicycle. That's exactly what it sounded like. And they were like freaking out because it's such a quality voice. You know, it's not like a whisper or something like that. It actually has tone. And it sounds like this guy has an accent, like, like the way I was saying it, it almost sounded like a Transylvania or something. But you know, who knows, these people are coming from all over the world headed out west, you know, to make it, to get land and make it rich and the American dream, blah, blah, blah. Okay. So Jay is back in the barn, cut cut back to Jay. He's back in the barn and he's been doing some EVPs, but he doesn't get anything. So he sets up these big dice and all of a sudden, his temperature sensor goes off. Like there's a shift in temperature, and Jay is like, "Show me how powerful you are! Knock these blocks over. These dice—they're like blocks." And then all of a sudden, he hears something big kind of shift, and there's like a stomp over, right near Jay. And Jay is so startled, he falls off his chair. Like the like the chair sort of collapses on top of him, and then like folds up and it was kind of funny because uh, Jay seems to always be falling either through a hole or off of something and it's like there should be like a montage of Jay falling off of things and falling through things because he does this a lot but he seems like he might actually be a little bit hurt which is not funny but um, it still would be kind of funny to have like a montage of falling. So Zach is back in the barn and he's using the thermal He's using a thermal camera and at first I thought I saw a blue figure on that thermal camera but they don't say anything about it but there's something that's draining Aaron's battery like Aaron's battery all of a sudden gets drained like 75% it's crazy and then they catch this mist on this on the X camera it just floats by and it's like at a man's height. So it's not, it's not where they are. It's where in another room where the X camera is shooting. But they catch like a mist. And it's like high up like where a man, like the top of a man's head would be walking by. So it was kind of cool looking. So they caught that on the X camera. So then Zach turns on the Spirit Box device. It's basically a, a Spirit Box 7 with like vocal wavelengths. Like wavelengths so you can see when a voice is being picked up, it'll have little waves, like wavelengths. Okay, I'm saying the same thing over and over again. Um, which I think is interesting because when they're talking, it's not being pi- their voices aren't being picked up at all when they have this device, but it's just like a flat line until they get a voice through the spirit box, which is kind of interesting. That's kind of cool because then you can like see the voice as well as hear it, which, you know, I always like seeing things. It makes me happy. So then they're using the spirit box device and they get a male voice that sounds like it says, help me. And then Billy asks, why did you say bicycle earlier? And a man's voice says, I was thinking about it. And Zach's freaking out. He's like, oh my God, he just said like, I was thinking about it, like that's why he said bicycle. I don't know, I don't know if it's the same voice, the same guy, why he would say bicycle, but the bicycle part was cool. It was almost a complete sentence, though. It was like, I was thinking about, like, it was a long, it was a long phrase. And then they get this totally weird voice on the spear box, and it sounds just like a kid, which is freaky because, you know, they're trying to communicate with Alice, who's a little girl. So it sounds like a little kid's voice. You can't understand what it says, but they're like, is this Alice? What, you know, who's this little child's voice that comes through? And then, this is really cool, Billy feels something touch him, like, down his back. At the same time, there's, like, a mist-like light anomaly that floats behind him. Like, you can see it in the corner of the frame. And I totally saw it in real time. It's that clear. Like, when you're, you're watching the show, you could totally see it in real time. And then Billy's like, oh, my God, somebody just touched me. And it happens, like, back to back, right? So, Zach is, like, radioing to Jay... And Jay is like on the floor and he says he feels dizzy and he's dropped to the floor and he doesn't think he's OK. And I'm like, dudes, maybe you should go check on Jay. But they never do, which is very strange because he had that he had quite a fall. And then he's like on the floor Then they don't they don't ever go back to check on him, which I think is really I don't know. It's a little amusing, but it's a little scary at the same time. Like if I were alone in the barn, locked in there and like I was on the floor because I'd fallen and now now I'm like really, really super dizzy and not feeling well. I would really hope the guys would come check on me, you know? But all of a sudden Billy's getting some weird vibes and then he hears a weird noise behind him. And everyone freaks out. And then the X camera that's below them catches this little bright light anomaly right where, right underneath where Billy is standing, like on the floor below. It's, it's on the beam right underneath where Billy's standing when he hears that funky sound. So then they go back to the schoolhouse and Aaron uses this portal device and he gets a little girl's voice. And it, they say it sounds like, you know, they'll kill me which is terrifying to think if a little kid is frightened that someone's going to kill them. But I mean, it was hard to hear, but I mean that's what they say. It that's what they say it says. And if it was Alice and maybe she was killed before she was placed in the pond or maybe she was drowned by somebody in the pond or whatever that's really scary too. But why? Why would they drown a little child? Who knows. It was a long time ago. So forensics probably wasn't really great back then. Okay, so then the episode ends, right? But they never go back and check on Jay or let him out. And I'm like, hey, poor Jay, you guys, go get Jay. Like, I, I don't know. So Zach's doing his voiceover and he says, you know, he he's going to be haunted by that little girl's voice that says, They'll kill me because of Alice. And, you know, going forward he's going to remember that little girl's voice. It didn't really sound like that's what it said to me, but, you know, I suppose, you know, they're they are there and they are like they have the equipment with them so they can hear things much better. And they've probably listened to it like fifty million times. And they've gotten to a point where they can understand what it says. So they're going with "they'll kill me," which is very scary to think about and disturbing. So um, I kind of flew through that episode. <laughs> it was it was a pretty good episode. Like like I said, there was um, some visuals. There was light anomalies that were that were pretty interesting. Um, that also coincided with. Physical touch, which is always great when you have two forms of proof that's, you know, showing that there's something actually happening. It's not just like a fluke thing, but like you see something and you feel something at the same time, you know, so it's kind of cool. It captures multiple kinds of evidence, you know, and there was always, you know, the way they feel is always good evidence because they're very sensitive and they've been doing this a long time. So they kind of know the difference between You know, I'm just dizzy because I ran up these stairs really fast or versus I'm dizzy because I feel like there's a spirit close by. Um, There was that little door that shifted. Oh, they got that amazing, they got that amazing EVP that says bicycle, which was great. So that was like one of the best pieces of evidence from that episode. But there was lots of little things too. And who knows? Maybe they'll go back there someday and find some more evidence, but it was a decent episode. And there was like, you know, the wackiness, the uh, Ghost Adventures crew wackiness with Aaron needing to go to the gift shop and getting all excited about the candy. And and then Zach being silly, pretending that he's an expert in turbines when he's just reading the plaque. And uh, that's it, it funny. So there was nice, there was some good wacky Ghost Adventures antics, as well as great paranormal evidence. So I guess that will be it for today. And I will have another episode coming soon, I hope. Hopefully August won't be as busy and like emotional as July was. So let's hope for a good month and some more podcasts because I think there's only one more episode in season 24 before the new season, season 25 starts. And I saw there's episodes already and I'm behind. I'm behind now. Oh my gosh. Okay. So please like these episodes, um, share them, get the word out because we need We need more people listening and enjoying the show because if you're a Ghost Adventures fan, you're going to love this podcast, right? I mean, why not? It's all about the Ghost Adventures crew and how awesome they are and the cool evidence they get, right? So come on, who wouldn't love it? Please share, like, subscribe, all that good stuff. And send me an email at I love ghost adventures podcast at gmail.com. That's I love ghost adventures podcast at gmail.com. And then you can follow the show on Twitter at I love GAC podcast. And uh, I guess that's it. So thank you so much for listening. You guys are the best. You're the best audience ever. And I guess I'll just talk at you later. All right. Thank you. Bye bye.